It's the smell of naphtha, motor oil. It permeates my father's work clothes. Some nights, when he comes home from his shift, it must be well past bedtime because uh, his shift ends at 10 p.m. And I don't remember whether he already had a car back then or whether he walked the 10 k's from the factory. Well, anyway, I'm watching a movie with my mom late at night, well past my bedtime. Mom is sitting on a chair. We didn't have a sofa back then. And I am sitting next to her on a lower chair so that I can rest my head on a lap if I get too tired. And when I go back to an upright position, I grab onto her leg sometimes just a piece of fabric from a dress. Because in the dark, I fear that she could, she might suddenly disappear. Adults always do inexplicable things that don't make any sense to me. So she could well disappear, like by magic. But then, my father comes home from his shift and the house is suddenly alive despite it being late at night and that pretends to be a little bit cross because I'm not already sleeping unlike my older brother. Then he starts chatting with my mom and while he tells mom about his working day always full of adventures he takes me absent-mindedly into his arms and I am surrounded by the smell of oil. Never mind that the rigid fabric of his blue overalls stings and that the pungent smell of naphtha submerges my senses. In my memory, this smell, naphtha, motor oil, is forever linked to my dad. Hang on. What are we? Who are we? And why are we here? Ma tutto questo stai registrando? Certo. Devo capire come funziona questo geolocalizzatore. Lo stiamo testando, signori. It's me and my namesake friend, also Cristina Marras. We are meeting at Down to go on a four-day hike along the mining trail of St. Barbara. Arriva! All'orizzonte! Eccola che arriva! I only slept a few hours, asleep crowded with nightmares, constantly looking at the clock to check the time, fearing to oversleep. And now, we are here, 
darkness all around, excited like two school kids on a field trip. Saint Barbara is the patron saint of firefighters, artillery, armorers, military engineers, gunsmiths, and anyone else who works with explosives. Therefore, following the adoption of gunpowder for mining in the 1600s, she is also the patron saint of miners, tunnelers, and all underground workers. The mining trail of St. Barbara is a 500-case itinerary across the Sulcis mining area of Sardinia. Grueling isolated goat trails swept by the ubiquitous mistral wind, but also breathtaking glimpses of views and beaches with water so crystalline that it always reminds me of stained glass windows in churches. But before being able to start our hike, we must receive the pilgrim's credentials that will grant us a welcome and hospitality in the various destinations along the journey. Being this a trail dedicated to a saint, it is only logical that it should start from a church. love it, because no one like the Catholic Church is good at transforming the stamping of a piece of paper into a grandiose event. We have to drive an hour to attend the first Mass at the Sanctuary of the Virgin of the Good Path in the town of Iglesias, from where the first leg of our journey starts. Santuario della Vergine del Buon Cammino. The words swell inside my mouth and populate my mind with mythological creatures, quests, dragon slayers, and uh, princesses kept captive inside unreachable towers. And Aren't the young cloistered nuns who sing hymns to the Lord, aren't they just as unreachable as princesses kept captive inside a tower? We are informed that our journey will start after one of these invisible young nuns. So young, oh, so young. Fixes the first stamp on a pilgrim pass to certify our status as pilgrims on the trail. There are too many questions that come to mind, envisaging the mysterious nuns hidden behind the grates, angelic voices praising the glory of the Lord.
After mass, we are sent to wait inside the refectory. And we wait, excited, our heavy backpacks neatly lined at our feet, waiting to get dirty but clean and brand new for the moment. Once the end of the nun finally appears between the grades to collect our pass, we cannot resist. And with one simple question we manage to blunder it all. Because you shouldn't ask a cloistered nun to take a picture, but we do. And the young cloistered nun shields herself coy and says, No, sorry, I'm not familiar with such things. And only now we realize our faux pas and apologize profusely, but we also cringe inside at our lack of tact. Because despite all our anthropological and philosophical readings, despite the books about customs and habits and new colonialism and choice, despite all that, here we are, giddily extending a mobile phone to a cloistered nun for her to take a picture to embellish our timeline women unable to understand other women's choices. I'm pretty sure that my mother hated it, the smell of nafta in my father's work clothes. At least she would forever complain because uh, the smell seemed to saturate the fabric. No matter the amount of soap or washing or hard craft she would submit it to. A faint trace of smell always lingering, even, even in the, the cleanest, cleanest of, of clothes. That smell. And, mind you, my dad loved to exaggerate with aftershave and cologne. And when he wore his Sunday's best, uh, when we went to church as a family, he left a trail of scented cologne behind. But that, I cannot remember unlike the pungent smell of motor oil. Allora, buon cammino, buon cammino. Buon cammino, buon cammino. E dopo reciprocamente ci Here, look, here he is, standing at the top of a very high scaffolding. You have to know that he is there and to squint to see him. In another one, he is kneeling on the ground at the front of a dozen or so of other workers, dusty. So much dust that I can smell it across the half a century that divides me from the time when the photo was taken. In another one, my father is very young. And yet it looks exactly the way I remember him. Because uh, when I think of you, Dad, you are young and funny, hilarious actually, full of tricks and stories and adventures and riddles and games and all the best things that a child could wish for. I see. We have just been walking for four hours or so. We have already learned how to pace ourselves to the weight of the backpack, to the wind, to the ups and downs of the trail. Allora, adesso io guarderò un'altra cosa, cioè la Google Maps. Google Maps, sì. Google Maps cerca qui 
la mia posizione. It's cold, it's winter, but I'm sweating, climbing a hill of which I cannot see the end. We haven't met anyone, and if it weren't for the signs marking the path, we could be in the middle of nowhere. We are in the middle of nowhere. This is all mining land. You can tell by the scars left in the rock, by the chunks of mountains, by the mounds of stone debris piled up. Leftovers of a great future that never was. You see how sad and beautiful is the land. And the name feels like a lolly in your mouth. Monteponi. Comunque, adesso credo che stiamo andando verso il Pozzo Sella. On the last descent, before arriving at Pozzo Sella, we pass a magnificent example of industrial architecture from the late 1800s, when factories were given merlons and ornate windows. Oh, you see that? Yeah, that. That is a large construction, really a magnificent infrastructure aimed really at solving the problem of uh, the drainage of, of uh, groundwater and of, uh, of the, uh, yeah, of the uh, metalliferous uh, basin, which really did uh, prevent the, uh, ex the uh, excavation and uh, uh, extraction of minerals from really developing uh, in depth. Um, and also these uh, external structures of the uh, Pozzo Sella, which have like a really particular architectural value, as you can see, are, uh, are uh, the housing of the uh, adduction pumps and of uh, the various steam machines with boilers and the mechanical uh, workshops, as well as uh, the forge and carpentry. We are almost there, step by step by step by step. But first we pass this round structure. What is it? It reminds me of a blind colosseum without windows. A colosseum where instead of lions and gladiators you have uh, workplace injuries and deaths or retirement, followed by solicosis and emphysema. When we finally enter Pozzo Sella, the smell of nafta is so overwhelming that uh, I can almost see my dad in his work overalls or with a dusty singlet. But he is not here, as he died over 15 years ago, drowned but the same dust that used to bring his daily bread, our daily bread. In heaven, give, give us this day our, our daily bread, bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, and as we forgive those
how and why did I learn how to pronounce these words as a small child, listening to my father's uh, phantasmagorical adventures. I do not know whether you ever set foot inside Pozzosella, Dad. I doubt it, as uh, by the time the works to restructure and open it again started, you had already been retired for a long time. You were probably already bedridden, linked to the inseparable oxygen tank. But while I'm here visiting Pozzosella in Monteponi, and this name, and this smell, the smell of oil, trigger memories of you, of late nights when you came home from your work shift, when all your magnificent future was still all ahead of you, and mother and I forgot to watch the late night movie to welcome you home, dust and oil and all. And while I'm here and while I'm happy and I'm enjoying this walk, this path of discovery, I feel that something is missing. And that's something that it's you.